Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. Back in Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. What is that? Dude, is it Thursday? Yeah, it is a Thursday. This week is just, this week is, has beat me. It's beat me a little bit, but I'm, but I'm right here. I'm standing tall. You know why I'm so tired? I was up a little bit watching the Knicks beat the Bulls. <laughs> Let's go. Sweated I, that one out, Levesque, a little bit. Nine and a half with the 10 point win. That was, <laughs> sweat on l- Luckily, I got it at nine. I got it at nine, uh, but I was sweating. But in the beginning, like the way the game started. So, like, all right. For those of you who missed yesterday's show, for those of you who don't, understand why I'm excited. Let me explain something to you. I know the Bulls suck. I'm aware that this is not this is not the Bulls I grew up watching. Michael Jordan's not coming down that tunnel. Uh Scottie Pippen's not coming out. You know, Robert Parrish isn't coming. Like none of that's happening, right? Like it's not it's not the case. If you didn't hear yesterday, the point is that the trade was made and I didn't like it at first, but then I saw the way the Knicks played against Minnesota, and they beat a team that is, quote-unquote, better than them. And they did it very soundly. Like, they handled their business. So now I needed to see them win back-to-back like that. I needed to see them take down a bad team like that. And they did it. They did what was asked of them. They won 116-100. to 100. And I don't know if you watched the game. I know you got the kids, so I don't know, like, what you're doing. Like- I listened to it on... The home for the New York Knicks, 95.9 and 9.80. Right here, Fox Sports Radio, your home for the New York Knicks. And that's actually true. I'm sure you did because you want to make sure nothing went wrong. Um, by the way, did, one thing I think I figured out from that, isn't we've aired two games so far, right? We have. So does that mean that since WFX, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9, 9.80, 1031-2 on your HD tuner, the iHeartMedia app, did we give them the bump where now they are they're unbeaten as a member of our of our team? Never lost. Never lost. Two and zero, baby. I like it. I like it. Um, the reason I brought up the visual side of this, they did an opening package on ABC before this game that was pure nineties. It was Jordan and Ewing. It was Mason and Pippen. It was it was Pippen and, and, and Oakley. It was Pippen and Ewing. Just all these pictures of like the heyday, like when these two teams were both marching out there with playoff contenders that were gonna fight. You know, like like the the teams were were almost the cast of Space Jam. Like that's how good the Knicks and the Bulls were. And the Bulls always got over on the Knicks because the Knicks didn't have Jordan. Like that, and that. So I'm watching that. And I'm getting, I'm getting like, I'm getting my feels. Like I'm, I'm going back to when I was a kid. I'm getting excited, and the game starts, and the Bulls look like doo doo. Like the Knicks just start smoking them like they were in a pipe. It was, it was great. And then they come back, and it was, and they battle back and forth, battle back and forth. But like to have, to have ABC go, hey, remember when these two teams were absolutely titans? And remember, remember Michael Jordan? Remember, remember Scottie Pippen and what they used to do to you? Remember Paxson? Remember all those guys? And then have the Knicks come out and get that win like they had, like you're supposed to, like they had to. It felt good. It really did. It was it was scripted well for me to enjoy that game from beginning to end. I think the even more amazing part about that is it wasn't 
I, I know it feels weird. Like, it would have been fun if it was a blowout. We would have hopped on here talking about, whoa, the Knicks are completely different post-trade. This We could have had a whole different conversation today talking about what the Knicks were. I, I kind of enjoyed that it was more close in the fourth quarter. Like, you got to see what could be the strengths of a New York Knicks team if this team plays into late April or early May. You could see a big guy in Hartenstein posted a 20-rebound game. You could see when Jalen Brunson needs to make some plays late in the game what he can do. That game, to me, even though they were the better team, even though my math was off and they won by 16, don't worry about that, even <laughs> though all those things happened, I'm excited about the Knicks. I'm glad we're leading the show talking about them. I'm glad all those things happened because it was more fun to actually see what the New York Knicks can do. I know people pick on me for being a nerd because I enjoy the point differential, you know, when you're on the court, like it, what what the point differential is while you're on the court. But when you see the the just efficiency that the Knicks played with, it this is what I still think there's a piece missing. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that all of a sudden they're better than Milwaukee. They're better than – I mean, they're better than the Lakers. <laughs> Oh, but we won the in-season tournament. Yeah, now you suck. Um, but to have OG, Ananobi, go out there, 34 minutes, 11 points, but plus 35. Because you know what he does? He plays defense. He's the, he, he's, he's the anti-Carmelo Anthony. Ouch. He passes. He plays defense. He shoots when he's open. That's it. It's the only thing he does. Hardenstein, 10 points. Plus 32 on the differential. Because you know what he does? He goes out there, he plays defense, clogs at the middle, swats the ball away, makes assists. He's the man. Rebounds. How about that Brunson kid? Plus 31 on 31 points. It's pretty interesting. It's a good stat. And then plus 13, 35 points for Julius Randle. Julius Randle is Patrick Ewing now. He's not, I, I'm telling you, like he is, he is the scorer, he is the big guy. He is, he's not the physical big guy. He's more of a finesse big guy. And now that you've got an Obanobi, you've got Jalen Brunson, you got all guys who you got Hartenstein. God, if you had Mitchell Robinson, Rob, oh my God. But you have these guys who don't care if they're the main scorer. You, like Hartenstein said in the postgame, same thing. I could be a scorer if I want to be a scorer. That's not my role on this team. 100%. DiVincenzo. <laughs> Sorry, funniest moment when Josh Hart goes to pass the ball and he throws it like 10 rows deep. <laughs> and like half the team is like looking like a dog. They just heard a high-pitched noise. But the Villanova three are just dying. <laughs> DiVincenzo, Brunson, and Hart. And Hart's got his head down. Because Hart, when Hart's looking into the stands, and I'm sorry that I'm all over the place right now, but like this is, this is the way my brain went during this game. When Hart's looking in the stands to see where the ball went, there is legit concern on his face in the beginning of like, I hope I didn't kill someone. Like, I hope I didn't kill someone because I just gunned that ball on the stand. And when he realizes nobody's hurt, he turns around like a little kid who's guilty who just got away with stealing a cookie from the cookie jar. He's just like, <laughs> Just because you mentioned Patrick Ewing, I did think of the scene in Space Jam where his powers get taken away and the popcorn guy gets blasted in the crowd. I wonder <laughs> if that went through his mind too and the pass went flying. I doubt these guys are thinking about about Space their, Jam? No, in the middle of an NBA game? No, if any, maybe Space Jam 2. Maybe right. the new one. We're, we're a little older than these guys, especially me. But no, it, it was. It was fun. And and it's got to keep going. And the, the, the challenges, they do change. You got 76ers coming up. 
you know, 76ers tomorrow. And 76ers are a hell of a team. They're, they are, they're playing, they're playing real good basketball until we get you on beat. And then it'll be, then it'll go the other way. But you win three in a row. Now we're on something. Now we're, now we're on something. By the way, you did lose to the Bulls two games ago. I'm just putting that out there. Just letting you know. Yeah, it's true. So, uh, I know we'll probably touch more on that Philly game tomorrow on our Friday show as you preview it and all those things. But j- just looking ahead a little bit. Yeah. If we start talking about where the Knicks can be as a contender in the East, being undefeated in 2024, and with both you and I and everybody addressing that the loss of Mitchell Robinson is huge down low, but Julius Randle and Hartenstein's games and performances recently have improved the confidence level of Knicks fans for sure, and probably the team too. It's a great test for Embiid. It's a great test for the Knicks. There is going to be, you mentioned that 90s nostalgia feel of physicality that you and I both embrace and find fun in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And I think old school, well, both make us sound old, huh? Old school yeah. fan just finds it. Get more, rid of the three-point line. Sorry. It's not even so much about the, <laughs> here's, you know what? Let's talk about that, though. Because I think when people hear us talk about 90s basketball, we like want like more grunting and just like, old, white, unathletic guys down low, backing it down. That, that's not it. What it is is that when we come on the air and talk about a game, the 90s gave us great storylines. Like uh, uh, hold on. Let, let me say backing it down the, the line. The greatest back down turnaround fade there is is Charles Barkley. He's the greatest out of all time. And he's not a white guy. Just put it out. We'll welcome him into our group. We, he can be a white guy if he wants. We'll take him. If, if they do that like they were doing for the NFL – or you got to pick a white team and a black team because of uh, Rashard Mendel. If they do like an all-time white versus black basketball team, if Charles would like to join us, we will we will welcome him on board. <laughs> Honorary Caucasian. I'm glad you said big guy because when I think like back and down fadeaway, I always think of Jordan and Kobe. But yes, skilled around there, Barkley. And yes, he got big butt going. Just push you back, push you back, push you back. Clearly, you can tell who Levac and I emulated. <laughs> on the old hoops of Colony, Latham, and Salve and Lakeland. See, I got late Barkley. I got injured Houston Rocket Barkley. You got a little Sixer Sun yeah. Barkley. Yeah. I, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And but again, that 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 turnaround fade, man. Create your own space. Oh, he's big bump with the butt, just a butt bump, boom. And then while you're still rebounding from the butt bump, he turns, kicks it back, puts it up. It's in the hoop. That was the original twerk, Charles that Barkley. Was, yes, he. I don't know. I, like he doesn't get his due. He really doesn't. He's not just a terrible golfer. He invented the twerk. If you think about it, in the 2010s, Jersey Turnpiking, the whole Jersey Shore dance, that might have been because of Charles Barkley. Half, half the strip clubs and how they make their real money was invented by the way Charles Barkley played basketball. Just back into your seat. Back into your seat. And then, you know. Somewhere minutes ago, I was going to make a weird, odd point about how the 90s storylines compared to 2023 of standing behind the three-point line made it more compelling. I looked where this went instead. No, no, no. This is a better point than I wanted Charles to make. Charles Barkley's style of basketball is why you're not allowed to wear sweatpants in strip clubs. That's that's it. It's just there. It's That's the truth. If somebody goes out to a club in 2024. A gentleman's club? Whether it's just a regular hangout and starts yelling at girls, Hey! I'm about to do the Charles Barkley. You want a little Barkley? Huh? You want a little Barkley? Come here. <laughs> the round mound of rebounds. I'll show you what it means. <laughs> we got to start. Maybe, you know how, like, they're doing, like, trust falls and everything in the offices? And, like, then there's um, the, was it the office linebacker who was tackling? We should, we should just Barkley people randomly in the office and see how long until we get fired. <laughs> 
Just big owls out there making a sale. We come running in, Barkley, and just butt bump them into the wall. All six foot eight, 110 pounds of him. We just them flying. My son's young enough. I won't embarrass him yet by telling this story. So he's in. He's, but you're tell, you just started telling the story. I know. Yeah. Oh, you won't be embarrassed. I thought you meant the way you said it. I thought you meant I won't embarrass. I won't tell the story because I won't embarrass him because he's too young. No, you're like, nah, he'll be all right. He won't know. Yeah, he's young enough. Maybe he's listening right now, driving home. Hi, Rex. Hi, Jordan. Uh, so at at uh, preschool, they have nap time. They have like, no, excuse me, quiet time. They can't call it nap time, LeVac. They call it quiet time. Ooh. And the teacher said she looks across. There's 16 kids, and all the kids are quiet napping. And there's one kid who's got both hands on the ground, his butt's in the air, and he's dancing. <laughs> that would be my son. <laughs> That's what Barkley did, you know? That's what Barkley probably did when I'm gonna he was calling, I'm going to start calling Rex Barkley. That's going to be, <laughs> what's up, Barkley? Just imagine being a teacher. You think you're, like, doing great, sipping probably a coffee, getting some paperwork done. You look out. All the kids are being quiet. One kid just up there. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> Shake but. what your mama gave you. But. <laughs> but. <laughs> Man, I, that's it's it's weird, like, the things, <laughs> the things that make you, like, Laugh when you remember the nostalgia of sports. Because, <laughs> like, you, when you're bringing up Rex and talking about it too, like, I remember a point in my life as a kid, like, I don't know, I I, I still, like, I still knew what was going on with, with Sesame Street because of, like, younger people, younger cousins and stuff like that. But I was starting to watch basketball, like, when Dad had it on. So I knew who Barkley was, but, but it confused the hell out of me because Barkley was also Big Bird's dog. Uh, it was so, it's like I, this. You, you want to talk about being embarrassed? I had some stupid. I was a stupid kid. I was a stupid kid. I saw the blue and the yellow on the helmets, and I'm like, I can't believe this team plays Saturdays and Sundays. And my dad's like, What are you talking about? I'm like, Well, we watched them play yesterday. Now they're playing today. He's like, We watched the Michigan Wolverines yesterday and the Los Angeles Rams today, and the helmets don't even look alike. <laughs> Leave. Go out of the room. I was a dumb kid. I don't know if I've grown out of it. I mean, we just had we just did five minutes on Barkley, you know, butt butt bumping people backwards. Get out of here, Jim. It's Jeff, Dad. Yeah, no. It was when you were stupid, you got all five names. Beth, Bill, Kevin, Sandy, Jeffrey. Get out of this room. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. So, so the Knicks are Nick, good. Yeah, Knicks Bulls. <laughs> that's what you got here on Levac and Goss. Knicks well, and Bulls. Sixers. So maybe if they run a package of like. Oakley versus Barkley in the post and all that, and then and then the Knicks win that game too. Woo. Oh, girl, I will be feeling it. One other story. I'm not done yet about talking right. about dancing just, and Barkley. We're just telling Philly. stories today. We're just sitting around. Welcome to Levac and God's Thursday campfire. Telling stories. Nobody can do it like these two. Nobody. Nobody in the business. <laughs> nobody wants to. Listen. Nobody, so the- <laughs> nobody can do it like these two in the business because everyone else who does it this way has been fired. <laughs> Last time I was on a bachelor party. Okay. It was so like I found this out. Were you, you know, performing? Jim Gagliardi, he's he's to blame for this. All right, he came up this morning on picks, by the way. So he gave me a list today, and we're not going to get to it because we're packed today. About what state's teams the most popular? In Delaware, there are tons of Eagles and Sixer fans. Tons, okay. Wildwood, New Jersey, or Hobart Beach, Delaware, a bunch of fans. Levac, the last time I was on a bachelor party, let me tell you, that game is in Philly. We've been talking about Barkley twerking, and we've been talking about backing it down and the Jersey Turnpike and how you can get some <laughs> leverage as a big guy posted up and not shooting threes. There were some females in Wildwood, New Jersey, who I know were from Uh-oh. Philly because they hit Meek Mill. And if you don't know who Meek Mill is, remember the first Eagles Super Bowl run, that touchdown dance they would do in the end zone? Yeah. And that song would hit? To this day, I have never 
Not Lil John, not Usher, not Bruno. I have never seen a group of females lose it and break out moves definitely intoxicated, quite like Philly girls when Meek Mill hit. Okay. So there you go. That's the intro <laughs> this weekend. Play some Meek Mill before Nick Sixers. I'll call Ari over at the radio network. We want some Meek Mill hitting the airwaves. That's our request. But aren't we going to be hanging out before the game? I don't know if I want that. I don't know if I want it either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, yeah, again, Knicks are good. <laughs> Fun. She was so wasted. <laughs> She was out of her mind. You know who's not wasted, nor out of their minds. Our good friends at USX Pest Control. That's right. I don't know if Tim or Frank or Victor or Kristen are Sixer fans. Just in the office. That's right. Or, or Charles Barkley fans, whatever it is. I know they can take care of your home, though. Whatever yeah. it is at your home, whether it's maybe the attic, the garage, the basement, places that you might take your Bar, eye off. Bar, your indoor basketball court. A little midi hoop. I would I would love Victor to just go up and just cram on our midi hoop right now. Be like, I just fixed the Gazlowski home. Bang! Come <laughs> he here. Should, he should do a picture of that after the next, because he's gonna come back out for the platinum package. Yes, later this month. And have him dunk on your little basketball hoop inside your garage, and like have a hold of a sign. Shut the door, guys. Boom, and then and then dunk it down. <laughs> Set up a mini basketball hoop today, and then call USX Pest Control today because they will help you continue to stay safe. Schedule that free inspection right now. USX Pest. Dot com. Uh, Pro Bowl rosters are out. Do they matter anymore? Next, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Road work in Clifton Park till 4 p.m. on the Northway northbound from the Twin Bridges to Route 9. You've got the left lane out. And on the Northway southbound, Ushers Road to Route 146. The right shoulder out again. Both projects till 4. Right now, we're accident-free. No issues on 890 East or Westbound. In the WGY Price Chopper Market 32 Traffic Center, I'm Susie Cerrone. Shop the closeout event now at Lowe's. Get up to 35% off select major appliances. Plus, save an extra $100 when you spend $999 or more on all major appliances. Valid 1424 to 124.24. Selection varies by location. While supplies last, see Lowe's.com for details. Snow is coming. Along with snow comes the start of snowmobile season. Hi folks, Greg Goldstein here. GT Toys Motorsports and Marine has the absolute best selection of the finest snowmobiles from both Articat and Yamaha, like the Youth 120s and 200s, entry-level sleds like the Yamaha Venom and Articat Blast, performance sleds like the turbocharged Yamaha Sidewinder, Articat ZRs, and Riots, available in both two- and four-stroke versions. We even have a Thundercat available. In addition to the best selection of snowmobiles anywhere, we've got a huge selection of snow trailers, apparel, and snowmobile accessories. We have never, ever had a selection this great. Don't miss out, because when they're gone, they're gone. GT Toys Motorsports and Marine, located on Route 9 Clifton Park, two buildings south of Walmart and Clifton Park. And don't forget, we're open 24-7 at gttoys.com. Toys with a Z. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. That doesn't sound good. Paper shredder's jammed, but I think I fixed it. Oh, well, try shredding these $50 bills then. Seems like it's working. Mm, better try another 400 bucks. Stop. 
Instead of using money, use regular paper. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states. Were you born from 1945 to 1965? People born during these years are five times more likely to have hepatitis C. But most people don't know they are infected. So even if you try to eat right, exercise, and take care of yourself, you can still have hepatitis C, a serious liver disease that often has no symptoms. In fact, people can live with hepatitis C for decades without feeling or looking sick. But over time, hepatitis C can cause serious health problems, including liver damage, liver failure, or even liver cancer. Getting tested is the only way to know if you're infected with hepatitis C. That's why the CDC recommends everyone born from 1945 to 1965 get a blood test for hepatitis C. Treatments are available that can cure this disease. So talk to your doctor about getting tested. It could save your life. A message from the CDC. Right now, hundreds of kids in your community face a very uncertain future. As a Northern Rivers foster parent, you'll give us hope. To help us have a happier tomorrow, the caring, expert Northern Rivers team will support you every step of the way. Whether you foster full or part-time, we need your love and care. Be a Northern Rivers foster parent. Visit northernriversfostercare.org to learn more. If not you, then who? Hey, it's Alan Hahn. Your home for New York Knicks basketball in the Capital Region is 95.9 and 980 Fox Sports Radio. That feels good, LeVac. I didn't hate that at all. Now, I didn't hate that at all. It felt like the first taste of a C4 energy drink, didn't it? <laughs> Smooth, dulcet tones of Alan Hahn. I have not even had time to get one today. <gasps> I am, it's, it, it's one of those things you're like, something's missing. What is it? Ah, oh, it's a C4. It's, a, it's an orange slice. But it should have stopped by the Stewart's over by that... Um, health care place the big building that one's got a bunch of the orange slice that's where i found it i'm giving up my secret to everyone where i've been getting my c4 orange slice from because i care that much i wasn't mad at her because i should have told her but my wife went to the store yesterday and she came back with groceries for our family and for me <laughs> and, Loser. In, and in the grocery bag was no c4 and i'm like hey where's the c4 what's going on and then i had to stop cop myself be like I'm an adult. I can get my own C4, and you should get your own C4 not blame anybody in your family. You love the orange slice. We Here's the great thing. We love the orange slice. Every flavor is good. Yes. That's the amazing part about C4. Get that extra boost in your system. You mentioned this earlier this week, back. This can be considered the toughest work week of the year. Get back after I vacation. Agree. C4, I agree. get it in your system. C4, explosive energy you can feel. Also sponsor the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. We'll grab some today. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Now that they, there isn't like a Pro Bowl game, there's games. Like, I, it's weird because, you know, I always wanted to bring back the bench press, bring back all these challenges, dodgeball. I'm, I love all of it. I don't think I wanted them in place of the game. I think I wanted the game too. Even though the game is stuffy com- by comparison and everything. To see this happen without, and I guess the flag football game makes it work, whatever. But it, it's I, my question becomes this: Pro Bowl rosters are out. Well, for now, they probably will change quite a bit. Do they matter anymore? Do we care about the Pro Bowl rosters like we used to? They matter far less for fans. You ready for this? Far more for players. 
hear me out on this. Why it matters far more for players than fans is because nobody's really going to opt out. You know, like no, nobody's well, opting out. Obviously, if you're in the Super Bowl, you're not going to go. You're going to go. You'll skip it and go to the Super Bowl, right? Right. But there's no game. Like, here, here's how I used to look at it, right? Do you want to catch balls drop 60 yards in the air from a drone? That does sound cool out loud. That does sound kind of cool. <laughs> Sounds dangerous. It I'm scared. It also dangerous. Sounds like something I'll be blind in one eye by the time it's over. Uh, so we'll use like an example here. A Buda Baker and Antoine Whitfield Jr. for the Buccaneers. Whitfield Jr. is furious that Buda Baker was picked over him. I told you, what, Monday, Tuesday, that Winfield Jr. should be considered Defensive Player of the Year. He's going wild on social media about it. But it matters to players because this is basically an all-pro selection. You know, this is the new version of Pro Bowl. Now, I know the fans can be involved in the past and everything else and who gets to what spots and everything else. But if you're a player, guess what? When everyone opted out of the game, if you were like the fifth Sixth, fifth or sixth best quarterback in your respective conference, you're probably going to the Pro Bowl. So you can put on your resume, you can have your agent sell, you can put it in the media guide, three-time Pro Bowl quarterback. I don't know if that same type of thing is going to happen now when there is no game. You can just go to the certain city you want to go to, and you can still say you're better than somebody else. It's weird. I thought the easy answer would be it doesn't matter. But for players, it seems like it matters a lot more. All right, do you want to run through them? What do you want, how do you want to do this? Do you want to guess? I don't know if you've even seen it yet. Uh, I have not seen it yet. I would like to do this. Uh, hmm. Give me the quarterbacks in the conference. Let me try to guess the quarterbacks. All right. Let me try to guess the quarterbacks. All right. And I believe they probably still designate a starter for the Pro Correct. Bowl as well. They okay? do. They do. So I would guess the starter for the Pro Bowl would be Lamar Jackson. That would be my guess. You're incorrect, sir. You, uh, he is a, a quarterback for the AFC roster. Um, along with Josh Allen and maybe, you know what, Tua. Tua is the starter, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. I don't agree with that, but that's okay. I think Mahomes has had the worst year of his career. Lamar's been better this year. Allen's been better this year. Fine on the Tua thing. I, I can concede Tua not being there before Mahomes, but if we voted for, again, all-star team, Gosh, man. All right. I think Kansas City got way too much love in this, to be honest with you. Uh, the starting tight end, Mr. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. He also, shouldn't be. Also had a stinky year. Yeah. In comparison to what it's been in the past. But, like, a, a lot of them, like Laramie Tunsil's got the, the, the started tackle, Quentin Nelson at guard, um, Creed Humphrey for Kansas City's the center. Um. Yeah, we got Miles Garrett on defense, Chris Jones, Quinton Williams. Most importantly, defensive end, Max Crosby. Come on now. Here we go. Hey, About time. Max. Um, yeah, Miles Garrett and Max Crosby are the starters on defensive end. The uh, most important is the AFC punter, A.J. Cole. He's amazing. A.J. Cole, I hate that as a Raiders fan, I have a, my, my favorite player might be the punter, but he is amazing. He's absolutely amazing. Uh, you were texting me about him over the weekend, how great he was playing. He really was. What's up with the Raider punters, man? Was it uh, Marquette King was in the headline yep. years ago? Yep. And he probably would still be kicking when he lost his ever-loving mind. Oh, uh, don't let me. Shane Leckler was the yeah, legendary Raider punter. And he gave him up to Houston. He was still good at Houston for a while. Uh, all right, you want to do the quarterbacks for the NFC? Uh, NFC, I would put Dak in there. I would Purdy's probably in there. And... Goff, that would be my three. 
Uh, Brock Purdy is your starter. Dakota Rain Prescott next. And then Matthew Stafford. New Goff. Poor Goff. <laughs> Poor Goff. Now, let me clarify that, too. I think I mentioned that there was the combination of fans and media members. Fans, players, and coaches. Fans, players, and coaches. So, as much as I want to squeeze our media type in there, and I want to talk about this as being all pro, if you want to view it like that, you can. So, that's why there's this little mix of, like, I would have taken Goff over Stafford. But I can see somebody saying maybe longevity-wise or being in the league longer, a little bit Stafford than golf. Maybe that's why he got the nod. Interesting on that side. Okay. Uh, anybody else? I mean, Christian McCaffrey. The, the the Niners got the got the rub. Christian McCaffrey, Kyle Juszczyk, uh, You've got uh, George Kittle, Trent Williams. A lot of Niners on this roster. A lot of, at center. You got uh, Jason Kelsey. Nick Bosa is in here. Like I said, a lot of Niners on, on the NFC Pro Bowl roster, which. Makes sense. Fred Warner, Bobby Wagner, the old man, he's in there. But it's going to be – it's it's weird. I thought there would be more Baltimore players on the AFC side. Like, it, it looks like it's leaning towards – like, if you went by Pro Bowl, it looks like it's Niners Chiefs almost. What I probably should have done to test – have you test me on this is how many New York NFL players are on these rosters? Like, we already got – uh, Josh Allen. He's not there. Who's not there. Who's one of the biggest snubs. That's right. After that, like you're probably just taught. I would probably guess alignment after that. Like if I had to guess from the bills and the giants, I would probably, uh, we'll start, start AFC. Do you think there's, um, any jets? Oh boy. Oh no. Sorry. Jet fan. Uh, maybe Garrett Wilson, but that's no wide receivers are way too. Oh my gosh. Who's the jet that's on there? Uh, Sauce is so popular, but they're not good. I would guess Sauce Gardner would be my only guess. There are two Jets. They're both on defense. Sauce Gardner is one. He's a starting cornerback under Pat Sertan. No way DJ Reed's the other. That'd be nope. awesome if he was. Nope. It is the big fella, Q. Quinn oh, yeah, Williams. Quinn Williams. Obviously, you know, I should have yep. guessed that one. That's right. Um, uh, it, it's just hard because here's the thing with Quinn Williams, the D-line. Are they four DNs? Offensive right. line, they love doing that. Oh, and D-line. We're going to... Elect five guards. That's not how line works. Okay. Uh, Bills. Gosh, I want to keep this big man theme going. Uh, did Deion Dawkins make it? Yes. All right. Uh, Win-win for the big guys. He's a starting tackle. Nice. You missed uh, You missed the skill player. For the Bills? Yep. James Cook? Yeah, buddy. All right. Good for him, man. Look at you. You're cleaning up over here. Um, <laughs> both uh, inside linebackers are from Baltimore. Uh, Roquan Smith? Maybe is oh. one of them. Yep. Gosh, the second one. Patrick Queen. Oh, my God. I always think Queen is a safety. I know he's a linebacker. Should have known better. That's stupid Baltimore defense. Always yeah. putting athletes out there. Uh, So so hang on a second. So let, let, let me backpedal here a little bit. Josh Allen's not on the team. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Saquon Barkley's not on the team. Uh, Let me check NFC. I don't think so. Okay. So if Allen's not on the team, Barkley's not on the team, Stephon Diggs hasn't played that well this season. Trey White no and, and Milano, more so Milano. Milano got hurt. So here's how I kind of want to spin this now, okay? Sauce Gardner, Quinn and Williams, Deion Dawkins, James Cook, Dexter Lawrence. Yep. So I just ripped off five guys there from New York. Yep. Those five. I'll do it one more time. Dawkins, Lawrence, Gardner, uh, Quinn and Williams, James Cook. Yep. Would you consider those the five best players in New York? Like out loud, just hearing those names. Like if we did it. 
I won't do a Mount Rushmore or a power ranking, but like for real, like when I just listen to those five players out loud, I don't feel like those are the five best New York players. They are this year. I guess so. Like that kind of catches me off guard a little bit. Like I would have probably said if you told me, guys, right now, Buffalo, Giants, Jets, who's the best player on any of the rosters? Overall ranking, Madden style. I would have told you Josh Allen. Not going to the Pro Bowl as of right now. Probably would have put Quinn Williams second. Aaron Rodgers is hurt. He probably would have been in the mix somewhere for me. DJ Reed was great this season. Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson didn't get there. But Garrett Wilson was hamstrung too because he was throwing him the ball. You know what I mean? So it wasn't exactly the same. And I guess with the Bills, it's kind of a what have you done for me lately. After Dorsey was gone and they, they focused on the run, James Cook won over a lot of people. But it, it still revolves around what Josh Allen's able to do with both his arm and his legs. But he's not there. At least not yet. Again, remember how the Pro Bowl worked. It, when there was actually a game to be played, people were opting out all the time. I bet you some people look at this and go, look, there's not even an actual game. I'm, I, have a, I have a soft tissue injury to my, to my, my nose. I, have to, I can't be there. I can't do it. Sorry. It was, I meant to. I'm excited for the games. I'm excited to see, you know, the competitions. It always seems to be fun when these guys go at it. Um, Put it at night. Can we put it at night? Well, air it live. Yeah, I'm okay with the airing it live stuff because, look, I want it to be more like, maybe it's just because I'm comfortable with this and I've accepted this what it is. You've heard this before. I like the NBA Saturday night. I like the three-point shootout. I like the dunk contest, the skills competition. I would like to bring it back where they have like the WNBA players and NBA legends compete. I think it'd be cool if you have the WNBA players do the three-point shootout with the NBA players. Like, I'd like to see Caitlin Clark. I know she's in college, but like, I think that'd be cool. The McDonald's All-American game does that. So I'd like the NFL to do it at night. But what we've seen the last two years, it feels like a live feed more than like a cop. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's, it's got this weird vibe of like, we're going to go down for the best catch. We're going to go down here. Maybe they want that vibe. I'm just not used to Bring it. Bring back yet. the bench press. I don't care. I, I don't care if it's just world's strongest man. I just I love the bench press. I love I love when some like running back I love, I love when you know Eckler goes out there and just racks up more two twenty fives than than the linemen. Like I love I love that stuff. I miss that stuff in a in a big, big way. Um I don't know. I'm I'm excited about the Pro Bowl. Not as not not as usual, but I'm I am excited about the Pro Bowl. I'm I think it, I think we should try to get to the Super Bowl. I feel like that's we should try to do that. We haven't done that in a while. I feel like we should try. I like that idea. All I right. like that idea a lot, actually. All right. Let me know if you figure that out because okay. I'm, I'm not going to be able to figure it out. Um, one thing I, I have figured out is something has hit a nerve on you that I wasn't expecting. During the impromptu pre-show meeting we had today, because it's been a weird day for me, um, I mentioned a name, and you reacted in a way I was not expecting. So I'm going to mention it again coming up next and see – how you react. But first, let's talk about the undefeated Albany team right now. The Albany Firewolves. Awesome stuff for the Albany Firewolves. They are back at NVP Arena this weekend, this Saturday, 7 o'clock inside NVP Arena. It's country night, by the way, LeVac. So get your country hats out, your cowboy hats, the old boots out, and go out and support the Albany Firewolves. They continue to have a successful season so far. If you missed our conversation, by the way, yesterday with Ethan Walker, game-winning goal in the most recent games for the Firewolves, check it out right now on the iHeart app, Apple and Spotify, and more. Go back and listen to an awesome conversation. Truly one of the best players we've seen at any level of the cross the last 10 years. From the All-American in high school player of the year to the potential player of the year at Denver the past few seasons. We're talking about one of the best. He's playing right here in the 518. Ethan Walker, awesome conversation with him. Get your tickets today. Albany Firewolves 
online and the apparel. Grab the hats, the t-shirts, and more. And don't forget social media. Follow them so you get all the updates, the behind-the-scenes stuff. The stuff they do in the locker room when you find out what happens after a victory, you only can get that at ALB Firewolves across their social media platforms. Make sure to go out and support our friends over at the Albany Firewolves this Saturday at MVP Arena. I can't wait to see this guy. I haven't seen him in a while. Um, Ricky Rubio. Oh, no, no, no. Fox Sports Radio, oh. 95.9, 980. Next. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere oh, just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off, you know. They picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Feeling trapped with that old phone? Don't. Getting a new phone is easy. Come into Verizon and get one of our best phones on us with Select Trade-In on Unlimited Ultimate Plan and get a plan that helps you save by only paying for what you need. Act now and get a brand new phone at your Verizon store today. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on Unlimited Ultimate Plan required. Less up to $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Trading conditions apply. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith Akal. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex I'm Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as Reserve Citizen Airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. 
Welcome to Move Time Radio, presented by the Arthritis Foundation, where we say stop whatever you're doing, baby, and dance. Because movement is just one of the ways you can fight osteoarthritis pain. For more information, visit fightarthritispain.org. This message brought to you by the Arthritis Foundation and the Ad Council. You can listen to New York Knicks basketball all season on the voice of the Capital Region Sports Fan, 95.9 and 980 Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Alan Hahn. And don't forget, you can find something special for her at Lillian David Fine Jewelers. The Shops of Wilton is the place for you guys. January 2024, how did the holiday season go? Did it go well? Did you spend a lot of time with your in-laws? Maybe you're celebrating an anniversary. I didn't realize how many people's anniversaries were so close to this late December, early January start. Lillian David Fine Jewelers can help you find exactly what she's looking for. Never too early to start thinking about Valentine's Day, by the way, guys. Right after the holiday season, they can help you find it. Whatever it is, maybe it's an earring, a necklace, whatever it is, her style, her fashion, more. Now, some of you... Got engaged over the holidays. I saw the pictures on Facebook and social media. Congratulations if you got engaged on New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, whatever it might be. The planning starts now. Well, Lillian David Fine Jewelers can help you. Two-for-one wedding band sales. Start saving that cash for your wedding when you start the planning. The wedding bands are at Lillian David Fine Jewelers. And, uh, LeVac, we're finding out it's very cool. Two of our former coworkers are going to be welcoming kids in 2024. You get a gift for your wife when the baby's on the way. Yeah, the, they call it, what, a push gift? Thank you, push gift. I couldn't remember it. I knew you would, and that's the type of chemistry you get here on LeVac and Goss. It is a push gift. I might have not gotten a push gift in a while. For my... She didn't give you one with all the work you did? If you have a, ba- wow. if you have a baby on the way in 2024, a push gift can help your soon-to-be mom very happy yeah. she goes I want the... a fart gift, okay? Like I want. I Listen, I don't care what I have to call it, guys. You've been promising me a watch from Lillian David Fine Jewelers for, what, five, six years now? I want... I want a carry gift. I've been carrying you all this time. Give me my watch. Lillian David Fine Jewelers. The shops of Wilton. Type it in on your phone. Drive over there today. And when you stop and tell me you heard about it from LeVac Goss. And where's LeVac's watch? Fox Sports 980-95.9. Now back to LeVac and Goss on 95.9 and 980 AM Fox Sports Radio. I guess the push gift makes sense. Like you think, all right, think about there's certain things that happen to guys. That, like, a doctor will tell you, like, you know, reports are, that's the closest pain you can feel to childbirth. It's like, I had a pool cue stuck up my right nostril for five days. Like, yeah, that's as close as you're ever going to get. Or, like, kidney stones or something like, and it's still not as bad. So, I guess, like, that, like, there's a lot of stupid gifts that we have to do, like Valentine's Day and things like that. But I guess the push gift makes sense. Like, hey, thanks Thanks for taking this one for the team, you know? I don't know why I kept thinking of the word moon. Like a moon gift? There's something involving a moon. Alyssa, David, If Tammy I moon G- you, will I get a gift? That's not it. That's no? not. All right. What if in- I do it like Barkley? Ah, uh, what? Ah. Uh. Something involving the word moon has something to do with jewelry. God, Alyssa's going to yell at me. Be like, you should know that, guys. <laughs> but see, that's moon why you gift. have her, though. Like, like, you couldn't think of the push gift without me. You have her to, to make you, like, understand some female stuff like she's she's a she's like yeah. a, a teacher to the show that's right uh, um i was not expecting it so pre pre-show i was over at guys like oh ricky rubio's retiring and you lost your ever-loving mind here's the problem with ricky rubio very nice career long career in the nba very hyped as an international player here's what happened for me i don't know if you know these players but drew holiday more so Ricky Rubio. It's really Ricky Rubio. Ricky, Ricky Ru- Rubio. 
Rubio. Ricky Rubio and Randall Cobb have something in common. Do you know what that is? That is a very random question. I would be shocked if you get this right. Aaron Rodgers got them both hired. That is, that is not the answer. Oh. What Randall Cobb and Ricky Rubio have in common. The correct Randall answer Cobb, is... Ricky Rubio. They dated the same girl in high school. No, I don't, oh, okay. don't think that's even possible. They are the first players in the NFL and the NBA to be drafted, born in the 1990s. Oh! So if you are from the 1990s, if you were born in the 90s, I was born in 89. I caught the tail end of 89. So that was the moment, and Levac and I have talked about this, and you might have had this happen to you in your life before, where that moment of, you know what, I don't think I'm going to make it. Like, I don't think I'm going to the NBA. I don't think I'm going to – I think the Yankees actually might not call me. Now, whatever time that happens, whether you're 5 right, – five's too young. Whether you're 12, 18, 22, 37, still now in your 60s, whatever that day comes where you're like, you know what, it actually might not happen for me. That's the one where I thought, you know, I was born in 89. Ricky Rubio just got drafted. He's a year younger than me. How old me. are you? 34. He's so 34? he's a year younger than me. He's born in October of 90. I was born in October of 89. When he got drafted, I thought, you know, they actually might not call me. Like, I think it's over. I'm finally watching players get drafted that are my age. Now, I don't care what age you are. If you're in your mid-30s, if you're 24, if you're 50, if you're 60, everyone probably had that draft, that moment watching sports where you're like, Oh, my God, it's over. Ricky Rubio and Randall Cobb. Today, him retiring means to me I've gone beyond old. Guys my age are stepping out. The 90s, the 90 athletes are now retiring. Did you ever work with Selena, the marketing director? I did not, but we had a fun conversation, you, me, and Selena, at a golfing event a few years ago. She seems like a very fun person. So we used to, we used to call her Mama Dutch because she would she'd shoot you straight. Things got done. She was, she, was, she was great. It was a great friend to have. She was... She's, I, I don't see her nearly as much as I should. She, I think she's one of the top like Volvo salespeople in the entire state or something wow. right now. Um, she, I was, she was always great. Cause she would like, I wouldn't, I didn't, you know, I don't work my birthday now. Back then I used to still work my birthday and she made sure they brought me a cake for my, I, I want to say it was like my 35th. And I remember looking at her and going, and it was like later in the day and they'd take me out for drinks and everything. And I remember looking at her going, I just, I think no matter how what shape I get in right now, there's I'm never gonna get to play pro football. <laughs> and I was just buzzed up enough that there was a part of her that like there's a part of me that was very sincere, even though I was like I know, like I knew I wasn't, like I knew I knew that dream died like probably probably when I was eight, but like she looked at me, she goes now, now you feel that way? This is <laughs> this is the moment, you know, seventeen Miller lights deep, half a cake in your face. 30, 35, 36, you, now. It's just one of those great, like, deliveries that's always stuck with me. Like, every once in a while, I'll see her, and I'll just be like, now? Now you think that? No. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, so, yeah, everybody has that moment. At the Jeff Levac on Twitter, at Tom Goss, QMGOZ, Fox Sports 980, Facebook. Please share those with us. We would love to read those today. They'll be a lot of fun for both of us. Um, but that was your moment. Well, but you got to remember, too, that mine changed, too, because here I am, like, I'm 47. I'm only, I'm not, I don't think I'm even a full year older than Brady. And Brady might still play. Brady might play this year. He just said he only retired because they threw him a party. Uh, <laughs> that's right. There's still time for me. I just need to turn it around in the gym. I laughed at that because, yes, Brady could do that. But it sparked the memory. Man, we've had a lot of funny stories we've been shared on today's Thursday edition of the Campfire version of the Vat Gus. So this is happening now in my life to somebody is in my family. 
that every time someone of their age is performing or doing something, they're getting mad about it, and that's the wrestler Sting. So Sting is the same age as my dad. So every time, really, yeah. So every time Sting is out there, my dad's yelling about it. Like I could have look at this bum Sting. Look at this guy. He could barely move. He could barely. I'm in better shape than Sting. I could be out there doing this. Probably is. He hasn't done nearly as much to his body. They're both in their 60s, and he's claiming that he can out-wrestle Sting. So if you follow me on social media, at Tom Gons, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z, you'll see anytime Ric Flair or Sting say they're going to wrestle a match, I'll tweet out, wrestle my dad, you coward. I, your dad has a certain intensity to him. He's the nicest, friendliest man you've ever met in your life. But there's a certain wild behind those eyes that scares me a little bit. He's an old football coach. That's exactly yeah. what he looks yeah, like. Yeah, you know what? And I, it, he's that old football coach that you're just like, I could take that old man. And then you're like, I don't make. Can I? Can I? Can I, I probably could take him out for a beer. <laughs> Were they allowed to hit players when he was coaching? I don't right, want to find out. Right. He's not a. He has no job to lose now. He has nothing to lose. He's just <laughs> gonna kick my ass, and I can't talk about it because the 67 year old man kicked my ass. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah, your dad. I bet your dad. No bats? Your dad could take Sting. I think so. No bats. No bats. My dad couldn't. I don't think my dad. Oh, he might be able to trip him. Um, your dad your his prime could. I've seen oh, my dad, of your late dad. In his prime? Oh, my Ooh. gosh. Not even in his prime. Just breathing. I think he would have had a shot. That was, that was a bad dude. Uh, so, Ricky Rubio, he said, um, he's, well, I, I'll be giving you the fun part first. Uh, he wanted to live. Playing in the NBA was a dream. Uh, he wanted to thank the Timberwolves, Jazz, Suns, and Cavs. For the good memories, great relationships. Um, he put a special thank you to Cleveland organization for being extremely respectful and understanding his situation. Basically, he said he's in a dark place in the offseason. And mentally, he, he quote, I kind of knew I was going on that direction, but I've I've never thought I wasn't under control of the situation. So, so he was in a dark place, couldn't really pull out of it. It's a mental health thing for him to retire at 33. Financially, he's set for life. So it's not like you have to worry about that. Um, it's a weird thing to think about these guys, these professional athletes, these, these people who, you know, there was a point where I remember Colin, the reason I, I still do the Ricky Rubio because Colin Cowherd was not sold on him when everybody else was. He was a fifth overall pick of the draft. And like, all I think about is how great it would be to be a mediocre NBA star. And he was better than that. He was more than mediocre, but like. The pressure that probably goes with being a fifth overall pick and never being the best point guard, never being the guy who led the team to the championship, maybe you know your piece of some big runs and stuff. I guess that that probably that could sting you just as bad as never making it. He had a great career because he lasted 14, 15 years in a professional sport. He played overseas. Levac totally agree with a lot of the stuff you said there because this goes more to the athlete of getting than hyped too soon. He got drafted when he was eighteen. He was playing professional basketball overseas and playing some of the best basketball of anybody when he was 15 years old. 15! Playing against pros, playing against adults at 15 years old. When you're playing pro basketball at 15, the hype around you, we don't see it as Americans, but we see hyped-up American athletes. But across the pond, Ricky Rubio was hyped up as you could be. Now, someone will remember the story. I believe it is his home country, Spain, back in the 08 Olympics where he was saying he was going to beat Kobe and LeBron and the Redeem team and everybody else. Yeah. Like, not Tony Kukoc like with the original Dream Team, but in similar fashion of big-time foreign star talking trash to the Americans thinking they could beat him. 
He was an awesome player. And I think even like American sports fans won't look at Ru- Ricky Rubio. I'm overhyping him. I'm like, you get to that level that long in that career, people would dream of that. I do have a take, though, about Rubio in 2024 that I think we're definitely going to be revisiting this spring. There could be a benefit here, more so the NFL than the NBA in the future. We're going to be talking about how old quarterbacks are probably starting a week or two after the Super Bowl to the NFL draft. Yeah. Penix, Knicks, Caleb Williams has that weird fall birthday. He's technically a true junior, but 22 years old. But it, Joe Flacco, because he's going to be an option. Her <laughs> cousins. Right. But more more so these guys in their right. like mid to early 20s. Like There's about five or six quarterbacks that are going to enter this year's NFL draft who are older than starting quarterbacks from this year. Do the math on that. Will it make the product better or worse? What I mean by like, let's say Ricky Rubio stayed and played in Europe till he's 21. Would he have had a better career? Like Penix and Knicks and all these guys who stuck around for a while in college. Are they going to be better? Like that's going to be very interesting to me, like how that affects sports five to 10 years from now, like with the NIL money and sticking around for college and getting paid. We actually might get a better product in the NBA and then the NFL. Major League Baseball has got to sort a lot of that stuff out, but they're going to put their prospects on a new way to promote them, which they should be doing. It could be a great thing in sports that guys like Ricky Rubio had to face the pressure at 15. But now into the future, we get seasoned veterans who don't have to deal with mental health because they're hyped up since they're teenagers. And we get really good basketball and really good football. That's a take that we probably won't know for two to three years, but there is some facts behind this take on January 2024. Um, Yeah, I... It's too hot for you in the winter too, months. Little, yeah, a little too scorching right now. <laughs> uh, not ready for it. And, well, you think about it too, like, can you imagine? I'm trying to think of, uh, like, was it Ricky Williams? Is Ricky Williams the last guy to kind of quit because of his head other than his actual body? He's the first one who jumps to my mind, too, yeah. So, like, and I remember people being like, yeah, wuss. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not a lot of people, but there were still some people who were like, if I, if I could play football, You'd never get me to stop over something. Maybe if I blew my knee out, but not my head, not because I'm sad, not because I have – like, we're in a world now where people can actually understand and respect it a little bit. So to have a 33-year-old guy who could still go, look around and go, the ups and the downs are a little bit too much for me. The the offseason is a little too dark for me. I got – I'm going to walk. And for Cleveland to go, hey, we respect your decision. You don't make us better by leaving, but uh, we get you and, and, you know, we'll – We'll help you however we can. It's kind of neat. So it's a different world, you know. Some as the old guy of the show, I wrestled with those kind of thoughts. I remember, like, you know, I remember I was a kid, and it was like, oh, "You're just weak. You tough it up. Rub some dirt on it. Some tussing. What's wrong with you?" Now it's like, you know, learning. We're all growing. I have a oh, message good. here from my father that said. Great job, Levac, and a fantastic take. Your best take so far of 2024. Sting would have no chance against me. I I don't see like I watch Sting in the ring still. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll catch. I don't watch a lot of AEW. Sting doesn't want it as bad as TG2 does. TG2 is that guy. Like you put, if you put a protein shake on one side of the room, put Sting and Ric Flair in the middle of the room, TG2 on the other side of the room, and say the only way he gets that protein shake is if he gets through him. He's drinking that protein shake. <laughs> happening he's getting that protein shake it's happening he's getting that butt heavy you better they better hope it's not a butt heavy you put a butt heavy on the other side of the room there'll just be pieces left of those two former wcw wwf champs 
My dad loves Mohawk Honda. Rick Flair wouldn't even be fair, by the way. No, like, I wouldn't, wouldn't even Come like on. Rick Flair. Nature's in like his almost his seventies now. Yeah, Rick Flair's not. That's not fair. Rick Flair versus TG two is just is just cruel and unusual punishment. He's been in my Honda Pilot, my father. I <laughs> Rick know Blair? that. Don't forget Mohawk Honda is in 2024. They are under construction. New building is going to be awesome, Levesque. We've seen a lot of the things that are going into this. All the craziness, now is the time. You've been waiting for it. Cash in your vehicles here in 2024. Interest rates are coming down. Ridge lines, Accord, Civics, all the great things are happening at Mohawk Honda. Our guy, Greg Johnson, shout out to him. He's been posting some great stuff on social media about how wonderful 2023 has been. It's a compliment to the people who keep coming back, not just in the capital region, but across New York State, working with people who can trust during the car buying experience. When you're recommending it to your family and your friends and relatives, and they keep coming back to Mohawk Honda, you know exactly why. Jake Doyle, MJ, our guys over there. How about some national love, platinum level, Honda Sales Award winner. Shout out to Jake. Shout out to MJ, man. Those guys are always killing it. Mohawk Honda, stop in. The Harridan family, all the great people that are making your experience buying a vehicle the best it can be. It's Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. And LeVac, don't forget the four biggest stories every single weekday here in the world of sports on LeVac and Gosselin. It's brought to you by Mohawk Honda. And that's on the way next, right here on LeVac and Gosselin, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. You said it all. This report is sponsored by Healthy Human Services. WOFX Troy, WGYFM HD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. Top 4 at 4 with Levac and Gaz. Time for the Top 4 at 4 brought to you by Mohawk Honda. <coughs> Excuse me, almost died. Brought to you by Mohawk Honda where they always go out of the way to please you. Four big stories in the world of sports. Uh, Gaz, what's the fourth big story? A wild update here. This is one of the biggest headlines in sports recently. Involves Tyreek Hill, an MVP candidate, and what happened at his home. The fire starting in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The $7 million home owned by Tyreek Hill. Accidental fire. Now more details coming out about the fire. According to reports, the fire started when a child was playing with a cigarette lighter in a bedroom. Nobody was hurt. Nobody was injured. Black smoke coming from the home. Tyreek Hill's agent Drew Rosenhaus told reporters yesterday that family members were at the home of the fu- at the home during the fire. Rosenhaus quote, "He and his family are safe. No one was injured. No pets. We're very grateful." Levac, this is incredible to hear a story about an NFL superstar, a home being affected, especially with the season of hard knocks following the Dolphins and football fans getting an inside scoop of what went on in the Hill family and everything involving that. He was at practice. Correct. There's video of him walking with the walking boot on, which has got to be scaring, you know, Dolphins fans a little bit. And um, I was listening to a couple, like I Mike Florio was talking about this. And he's like, well, you got to remember, it's not just fire damage, there's water damage, there's whatever. I don't know what they do in this stuff. And I'm like, well, I I can help you out, Mike. I happen to know, uh, you know, as, as one of the guys over at Tech East, a Belfort company, um, <laughs> I can let you know. Um, it really, allegedly, it's like two rooms. And that is the thing that people don't realize. Like when you have a fire, the, the fire damage is only, like, a fraction of it. It's the water damage afterwards because they got to dry your house out. If you don't dry your house out, all that stuff just seeps down and sits in the basement and turns into nasty, nasty mold. Apples and oranges comparison here, but I will fully admit it. When I heard wide receiver, expensive home, fire, practice, the first thought, and our guy, Derek Brown, former first-round pick for the Giants, he talked about this with us before. Andre Risen in the late Lisa yeah. Left Eye Lopez, right? Like, yeah. that's what I thought of just because that's the only other example I can relate it to, and my life as a sports fan. Now, 
Totally different scenarios, though. Well, I, I mean, I don't. We don't know what this kid was mad about. A small child playing with a lighter. You know, no, no, no pudding pops. You don't know. Um, we, we make light because it's 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 over. It's Everybody's fun. okay. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. But um, it is. I don't think it's going to be as big a problem for him as as people think. Like I'm hearing people like, what about his routine? What about this? What about staying here? There's no way that guy doesn't have like the best insurance on the planet. And even though you you it's a home game this week and you hope it leads to a home game in the future and I know Bills fan hopes it doesn't like he's completely used to traveling and the insurance company will give you a a, a place to stay that's adequate to your needs so like if you had this happen to you guys and you maybe you had pets and everything they have to find you a place to stay that accepts pets that has all the things you need like so, he's. It's not like he's gonna have to go stay at like a Motel Eight for a week while this gets taken care of. Now, luckily, Tyreek Hill, everybody's safe. He has a seven million dollar home. If this were to happen to me, mine's of course ten or twelve million dollars. Well, you at, when, by the time you were done writing it up, yeah, of sure. course, you got to get there. You got to figure it out. Let's move on to story number three here. It's NBA action tonight. The Bucks take on the Spurs. The Nuggets take on the Warriors. Let's re- remind people. The Denver Nuggets are the defending NBA champions. Even though we've seen <laughs> the Bucks win, even though the Warriors win, I like to remind people, like the game tonight involving the Nuggets and Warriors is between the defending NBA champions and the Golden State Warriors. Denver's favored on the road at the Chase Center out in the, I want to call it the Bay Area. It technically is, but stuff has moved around in the Bay Area. Uh, Levesque, does it have a weird feel to you about this too? Nuggets, Warriors, not enough respect for the Nuggets. And then the other flip side of the earlier game, Bucks, Spurs, the Greek freak facing off against the mirror. Everyone wants Victor Webinyana to be the next Giannis Antetokounmpo. That that's more intriguing to me than the other one, simply because well, it's too early to really pay attention to the entire NBA. You know, it's you got to go with your favorite teams and any big stories. I, the 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 Wemby being the future Greek freak. That's they don't even have the same game. Webinyana is more of an outside guy. He's not exactly a post guy. I know. I know he's seven foot fifty or whatever the hell it is, but he's not. Remember, Giannis used to be a guy who could only play in the paint. He's developed some of a shot, but he—they're he, not the same dude. Just because they're both really tall and foreign, I mean, it's kind of silly that everybody wants to be the same guy. I would. I would actually put it to you like this: if they end up being the same guy, something went wrong with the development of, of Wemiyana, because he's supposed to be. A Durant type, more of a shooter, more of a scorer, slasher. Who remember Durant didn't become a rim protector until he got to Golden State, and everybody was like, "Holy, what this skinny guy can protect the rim? What what is going on, man? This is awesome." So, I'm more I'm more into that just because I think it's a silly narrative. But the biggest story right now in the NBA is the fact that the Lakers suck and that they won the in season tournament. So it doesn't matter, right? They've already won. <laughs> It's over. It's over. Raise the banner. Yeah, they already did. They raised the banner. What what do you expect to keep playing for? We've got two New York-themed stories here for story two and one. We'll start with story two, and it might confuse some New York sports fans, especially for those who head down to MetLife Stadium. MetLife Stadium announced today they plan on removing 1,740 seats from MetLife Stadium. Why? Well, this is in efforts to widen the field for the World Cup matches that MetLife Stadium hopes to host at the 2026 final. We're not quite sure if that's happening yet. East Relaford, we know the home MetLife, the New York, New Jersey argument will put to bed right now, but almost 2,000 seats being removed 
You know people are going to get worked up about this, especially where those seats might be, whether they're field seats, whether they're VIP season tickets and more. Everybody's saying, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. We're okay. No need to worry. Uh, LeVac, you work for teams. You are the president of the Albany Firebirds. In similar situations to the restoration topic we just covered at Tyreek Hill, this also might work in your expertise. When you hear a team, and especially an arena, saying we're taking seats away, but don't worry, should we believe everything that's being said by the politicians and people in motion here involving MetLife Stadium? Uh, I, should you believe everything? No. Should you should you care and get worried about it? No, because it's going to be fine. They're gonna, it's not going to be a you problem. It'll ultimately end up being a team or a city a city problem. But like, there's a lot of stuff that we're dealing with right now with the Firebirds that people are freaking out about, like. Oh, well, this is moved in the, in the season tickets and whatever. You're going to get your tickets. Like, if you want to buy tickets, you're going to get your tickets. It's going to happen. The issue is on our end where we have to get through uh, wonky Wi-Fi and this going on and that going on and, and whatever. But I'm going to tell you everything's fine because it's fine for you. For us, pain right in the butt. And that's why this is a pain in the butt for them. But they got capital and they got want to. So they'll get it done. There are things behind the scenes, whether it comes to ticket sales, uh, season ticket packages, PSLs, personal C licenses. I always screw up yeah. PSLs. I think that's right. Yep. That listen, When we, as fans and media members, find out about it, that's what's going on behind the scenes. Like This is day in and day out for MetLife Stadium. Day in and day out for professional sports teams. When you adjust ticket prices, whatever happens, they've got a plan set. And you said it right to the core. The most important thing is to make sure fans still want to be there and they will take care of the people who want those seats. That is their mission. I'm sure they marked 1,800 fans who might be affected by this and said, hey, heads up, here's what's going on. How can we make this good for you going forward? And I guarantee you it's not the expensive seats. <laughs> Story number one, a New York athlete's coming back to New York. Harrison Bader and the New York Mets have agreed to a one-year $10.5 million deal. 29-year-old Bader wasn't healthy. I and mean, that just sums it up, right? Wasn't healthy. Here's the problem with Harrison Bader, Levac. Isn't his legacy in New York tied to Jordan Montgomery? Like, that's basically what it is. If Bader was a good player, he wasn't as good as Montgomery's been post-Yankees. He's a Met. Should Met fan get excited about a gold glove winner back in 2021 joining the blue and orange? I do. I, I think they should. I think, um, I think the Yankee situation was not right for him. Is hurt. You mentioned Jordan Montgomery. Those are big cleats to fill. Um, I think he. I think he fits the Mets well, and I think the fact that they're able to get a guy who's that athletic, who has to pr- has a lot to prove to this city. Like I'm not going to say it's going to be like Curtis Granderson level, but I think he'll be. Listen, I think I think he'll become a master Bader with the Mets. I think he will master the game. Yes. I think he'll be. I think it's just get ready because I think he is going to. You're going to see a next level. Like mastery of the game out of Bader. It's so much better he's on the Mets than the Yankees because of that storyline I gave you. No matter what, Yankee fan, it happens in sports all the time. We gave up who for what? Hey, it'd be great if the Yankees had better pitching. Didn't we just trade him away? Is he going to get a huge contract? It didn't work. It did not work. It was not a good trade for the Yankees, but just because it was a bad trade doesn't make that player terrible. Like, most of the time it does. But this case, like, Bader, when he can stay healthy, he's one of the best defenders in baseball. And the Mets get Bader. The lineup gets better. He can still be a contributor. He's still in his 20s. I think it's a really good deal for the New York Mets. Heck of a job. H- Harry Bader, he's going to be the guy. Don't worry. It's going to be good for you, Mets. That's all there is to it. That's the top four for USX Pest Control. Can make sure your home is safe here in 2024, whatever it might be. 
those spots in your home that maybe you're keeping not as well as an eye as you'd hoped on, they will come with the Platinum Package USX Pest Control. Levac and I have been doing it for months. We're so happy to have these guys on our team continue to make sure our home is safe. Absolutely. I mean, the way they make it easy is what I love the most. I'm not going to lie to you. I know you look at this swimmer's bill and think that guy takes a lot of extra steps. Uh, no, I like easy. So a free inspection set up at usxpest.com. 10 came out. I showed – it was weird. In the beginning, it was almost like I was trying to hide where I was worried about stuff. And then he's like explaining stuff so scientifically, so easy for me that I'm just like, yeah, but what about over here? What about here? He's like, dude, that's not a problem. This is okay. Boom. But it was really, really cool. And now with that, the platinum package, everything else, my house is passed road and free. It is, it's, it's great. I love it. Don't be the person that's climbing up your chimney or into like really small crevice to be like, I got it. I got it. I got a <laughs> flashlight on my phone. I think I know it. Just call USX Pest Control. If you see somebody in your family or one of your friends doing that, remember what we were talking about. You sx pest control set up an appointment for them so their home is safe for the future absolutely hey um are these the most important issues for the three new york teams coming up next is this guy the most important issue for those new york teams that's next right here fox sports radio 95.9 and 980 we're going abroad for the first time in years to spain so we hey it's back guys for elevation 10,000. we say it all the time elevate your brand with elevation 10,000. what does that what does that mean that means that where you are right now, you could be more efficient. You could be reaching more people. You could be doing it easier and better, whether it be a new website, new strategic marketing, new apparel, to help with your logo, help with your commercial. Elevation 10,000 is there for all of it. Elevate your brand today, whether it's that apparel Levac was just talking about in so many different ways. If you are a small business, if you want to launch a business in 2024, you probably have the expertise in your product, whatever you're selling, but you might not have the time or you might not have the let's say, uh, leadership ability of handling your social media. There's a lot of people you need to lean on. Elevation 10,000 can be those people for you. Getting your name in front of a new business, new people, new customers, whatever it might be, Elevation 10,000 wants to work with you to make some money in 2024 and get your brand out there. Elevate your brand. Look into it today, elevation10k.com. Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. So, we are getting ever so close to the end of the NFL season. It, no! It, I know. No, I know. I know. I'm not happy about it. I'm just stating what's out there. And uh, this is the week. So, what's weird is it's our first Thursday night without football in, in a very, very long time. Ooh, that did that did influence me too. Ow, LeVac. I was looking for my play of the day. I'm like, these don't exist anymore. No. Well, Ouch. it's weird too because I thought – I don't know why I thought. I thought there would still be a Thursday night game this week. And then, like, the last one, Al Michael's like, well, that's it. Bye. And it's like, oh, that's right, because you're not even doing playoffs. Like, you're you're, you're out like we are. You're, here you go. 16 times 2 is 32. Everybody had to play on Thursday. You had to do the math. I like how I'm getting mad at you for reading the calendar. Like, it's your fault that you've done right. <laughs> That's right. I'm all right with it. All right. But I was like, I just, you know, like I said, I thought, I thought somehow we'd get a game. Um, no game. So, we got two Saturday night games. We got... A whole bunch of a uh, whole bunch of Sunday games, and then we'll know exactly what's going on with everything. But will we? Because that actually will start some questions for a lot of teams. Like Schefter says, ten plus people will be fired as head coaches. Um, there's a lot of moving parts with with player personnel, but I think the two biggest player personnel questions in New. Actually, I got three for you. Since since there are three New York teams, I don't want to be that guy. Only one team plays in New York. 
or the guy who's like, well, your name isn't New York. So there's three New York teams. I would say the biggest personnel question for all three. I would go, and I'll go. I'm going to go least, in my opinion, important and most important. Jets, Zach Wilson. What do you do with him? Do you trade him? Do you try to keep him as a backup? Do you just cut him loose? What do you do with him? I don't know how much it matters, but it's there. Um, the Buffalo Bills. What do you do with Stephon Diggs? Because he doesn't seem like he's very happy. It's kind of a big deal. Also, he's not playing very well. It, there's a lot going on, right? But I think the most important one is Saquon Barkley. The New York football giants, what do you do with Saquon, Saquon Barkley? You are well within your rights to franchise tag him a second straight year. You pay him a little more money, whatever. But this is a guy who did the right thing by you. You franchise tagged him. He could have held out. He came back. He reworked his deal for a couple, what, like 90 grand more possible, which I'm pretty sure he didn't get. And here we are. So what do you do with Saquon? Do they go long-term? Is Saquon Barkley a giant next year? Or is Saquon Barkley a franchise tag giant, which means he's an unhappy giant? What do you do? Or is he out? Is it time to move on? It is. Levac, I totally agree with your list. That is the top three questions of this offseason for New York teams. I like how you and The Bills it. can wait a little bit. They might have been number one, except for the fact that they're in the playoffs most likely. And the problem with the Bills there, it feels like it's not even them. It feels like they as an organization didn't make a mistake with Diggs. It's been always Diggs since July and August of making the mistake there. Uh, the Barkley thing, it is so tough to figure this one out. because it, Why it's tough, though, is when you try to simplify it, it should be as simple as this. Did Saquon Barkley make the 2023 New York Giants better? Now, that seems like a very simple question, and I feel like the answer is yes, but the problem is some Giant fan and maybe even NFL fan is going to push back and say, okay, they made a, Barkley made the Giants better. How much better? A win? Because the Giants were good this season. Daniel Jones went down. How many games was Saquon Barkley winning by himself? Well, the offensive line was bad. I didn't ask why. I just asked, did he make them better? I would say the answer is still yes. Yeah. But is it worth the price they paid? Is it worth the next season? It's very difficult. I, it is without question the toughest decision the Giants have to make. And we can add it, another step to this. Let's say the Giants do pursue a quarterback. I know their season has gone a different direction where maybe the top-tier quarterback they might have been aiming for in the 2024 draft may not be available to them when their pick rolls around. Okay. Well, if you think Daniel Jones is the guy, you trust him without Saquon? You trust him without a top-wide receiver? That's the decision you have to make. It is very difficult, and I feel like I'm more confused now, sorry, Giant fan, <laughs> in January 2024 than I even was in January 2023 about the future of Saquon Barkley. I think, obviously, I didn't, you know, not to give myself the duh, it's going to come down to money. So, like, I think he, I think he's earned the right to not be franchise tagged. Like, as much as they have the right in the contract, they can do it, whatever, with the way he handled himself, both on and off the field, he, he did play well when he was out there without even knowing who his quarterback was going to be. He never complained. He barely complained when you franchise tagged him. He did everything right. He he basically crossed the picket line. Every other running back was like, we're going to fight this. Go, go, go. Saquon's like, yeah, but I'm going to do it from the field. Like, he – I think it's a bad look if you franchise tag him. Like, if I was a free agent – Obviously, I'm going to go where the money is. But if it, if things were equal and I was between the Giants and a team that didn't franchise tag, like if the Raiders don't franchise tag Josh Jacobs and the Giants do franchise tag Saquon Barkley, I would go to the Raiders if things were equal because I would believe that the Raiders respected 
you know, the rights of a person and stuff. And they, they think about me beyond what they can get away with on a business level. I, I think the question comes down to, is Saquon realistic about what he should be owed? And are the Giants realistic on what he brings to the table financially? Let me add one other thing, too. And do they believe they can help him win? Because, like, the money part, of course, obviously the answer. But New York has to decide in 2024 what it is. Like, if you think you can get an upgrade from production at the running back position for something cheaper, whether that be a sixth rounder in the draft, whether that be a veteran who's willing to take less money, then you pursue that. But all of these things play together. Because do you believe in Daniel Jones? Do you believe in Jalen Hyatt? Do you believe in Evan Ingram? Do you believe in Andrew Thomas? Who on that offense is going to be the playmaker that you need to go and beat the Cowboys, the Eagles, an improved Washington team that I think both you and I believe is going to completely blow this thing up and reload from everything? From I mean, ownership's already changed, so you'd assume the coaching and quarterback and everything else would be changing in Washington. How do you make this giant team a contender again? It starts with the decision for Saquon Barkley. Let's let's just play a game here, Levesque. Let's just play a scenario out here. Let's say, for instance, it's not the franchise tag. Let's just say, you know what? It's March of 2024. The big news, Adam Schefter reports Saquon Barkley not returning to be a New York Giant. Okay. Okay? So Barkley's out. So now the Giants have to make a decision of where they go going forward, and Barkley's out. All right, so two questions here. One I guess we'll ask it right now. Is that the right move? And two, what is the market value for Saquon? Because I feel like the second one does play into the first one. If there's five or six teams that want Saquon, maybe even in the NFC East, Dallas, like he's way better than Tony Pollard. Mm -hmm. And the Cowboys get way better with Saquon. How much does two play into one? If you know what I'm talking about, does the market value play into what the Giants do here with Saquon? See, here's the thing. Who does he mean as much to as he does the Giants? Because I just, I'm playing my own game while you're playing your game. Yeah, that's right. You're out here with checkers. I'm playing Chinese checkers. <laughs> um, I'm looking at the teams that are currently in the playoff position. Okay? I'll start with the AFC just because. Who's the starting running back for the Baltimore Ravens? In 2024, we're projecting, right? Because uh, I would no, say. No, I'm saying right now. Like right now. Right. Uh, A I room would say full Gu- of dudes. Gus Edwards is who I would have said. But yes, I get your point. Uh, yeah, A room yeah. full of dudes. Miami Dolphins. Mostert. A-Chain, they both been hurt half the season. Neither one are top money stars. Another room full of dudes. Another room full of, Can't say Chiefs. Pacheco, even though he runs like a cartoon character. However, he's still on a rookie deal. Yeah. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars, ATN, rookie deal. Uh, Cleveland Browns, Nick Chubb, he's hurt. He's out. Now we're using Ford. We're using this guy. It's, it's, it's not a room full of dudes, but it pretty much is a room full of dudes. Buffalo Bills, James Cook has stepped up, but rookie deal, room full of dudes. Colts, Jonathan Taylor. Okay, but... They're just barely in the playoffs. So our first big money running back in the playoffs in the, in, is in the AFC is Jonathan Taylor. You go over to the NFC, now the number one seed, it's Christian McCaffrey, who I would say skill-wise is similar to what Saquon is, obviously doing it better, but he, but he's, but that's it. Tony Pollard for the, for the Cowboys, right? Uh, Detroit Lions, David Montgomery, and Jameer Gibbs. I wouldn't say that they're why they win. But you need two of them. They're both really good. They've both had very good seasons. And, you, and neither one's been a high-paid guy. No. Who's running back in Tampa Bay? Uh, White's had a really good year. Sean White's way better than I thought he'd be. I thought Sean Tucker was going to steal carries. Hasn't happened. Uh, I would like Saquon over White if that was the question, though. But he's, he's still been... not high-paid? No, back. no, no. Eagles? DeAndre Swift. And moderately paid. Not high-paid. Uh, Rams? 
Rookie. Kyron Williams is awesome. Right. <laughs> but he's not making a boatload of cash either. Green Bay Packers, Aaron Jones, and A.J. Dillon. Both could be off the roster. I mean, that's a, that's a potential landing spot for Saquon right there, too. So that tells me that if I overpay a running back, I'm wasting my money. I, I mean, look, last year's Super Bowl, Eagles, Chiefs, the two, the two running back rooms combined was like $5 million. That was it. Even back to the Nick Chubb thing. Nick Chubb's one of the highest paid running backs. He's hurt. Right. Yeah, I got hurt. And that, and how the Browns have been as good as they've been this year with the injuries they've had is a miracle. So it's like there's a lot of arguments in place to tell Saquon your value is lower than probably what you, definitely lower than what your, your agent thinks it is. However, if he's right, he makes Daniel Jones a passable quarterback in the NFL. If he's right, he's going to make whatever rookie quarterback you bring in a better quarterback. He is a difference maker on your offense. He does deserve to be. What is it? What are we looking at? 12, 13 a year? You know what some giant fan would tell you and I right now? He's had every opportunity to do it. He had 2022. He had 2021. He's had all. It's been a while since Daniel Jones has been there. It's been a while since Saquon's been there. It's been at least four years, maybe five. Again, we're floating between the 2023 and 2024 calendar and amount of games for Barkley's split. I bet some Giants fans are good. Like, you know what? We're good. Like, we've given him every opportunity. We can have the same conversation in 2022 that we're going to have in 2024. Hell, what if Saquon played good? Like, I feel like there is some pushback, however, you just laid it out there of, okay, you can overpay your running back, but look at everybody else. What stands out here? McCaffrey's that good. Yeah. McCaffrey's that guy. But let's be real. Why does McCaffrey work? Because Brock Purdy is your quarterback. If you had Brock Purdy for the Giants, now it's a different conversation. Go ahead, pay the guy. Because I got a rookie quarterback who's who's, who's making nothing. He's making less money than Arch Manning's making in, at Texas, and he's not even the starter. And that's real. You can find that gift, that meme everywhere, and it's real numbers. It's not made up. So, I, I don't know. Like I said, I want Saquon Barkley on the Giants. I like him on the Giants. I think they're a better team with him. But if he's – I would say it's one of two deals. I would say it's four years, $44 million with some bonus. You get the 46 or it's three years, 36 I would go up a little bit annually – for a shorter deal. But I mean, even the four year, I don't know if I want a four year deal, but if I do, I want him in at $11 million a year and I want a huge signing bonus. So that by the end of this thing, I'm not, he's not touching my salary tag, my, my salary cap at all. All right. It goes back to our checkers and chess comparison here. Where yeah. Chinese checkers you're playing. And there's a weird New York post article about that. If you want to Google Chinese checkers, in New York post and what someone did to one of the hotel rooms. Anyways, uh, here's the thing though. <laughs> no, I'm curious. So if Saquon hits free agency though, Packers and Cowboys, I'm going to use two of these. Does desperation play a factor? Like, New York wants to sign Saquon, and they have a number in their head like, okay, this is the absolute max. But Green Bay might look at Saquon Barkley and say, this is the difference how we catch the Lions. Green Bay blew me away this season, Green Bay. I cannot believe they're good, and they might make the playoffs without Aaron Rodgers, which is not mentioned enough that Jordan Love and company are doing this. And we both like Aaron Jones. A.J. Dillon's been fine. They're way better with Saquon. Yep. Same thing with the Cowboys. Cowboy fan, I saw the gif in the meme of Tony Pollard saying, how does he not score a touchdown here? Where it's basically a wide open end zone. How much better could they be with Saquon? Well, you want me to make your argument for the Cowboys? Yeah. There's two teams that are allegedly interested in Dalvin Cook. Baltimore Ravens, Dallas Cowboys. So obviously, I would think either one of them would be like, well, that, not the ball. Baltimore's proven to you. They'll, they'll get four dudes in the backfield and be like, all right, we'll make it work with you guys. I just don't want Giant fan to get leveraged Back into Saquon, which I feel like could be a fear. Odell sort of did that in that training camp years ago where 
Everyone's like, got to pay Odell, got to pay Odell. All right, well, someone else is going to pay him. And then they did, and then they traded him, and somebody else ate the contract. So I guess both teams were right in that sense. But it is, LeVac, we are going to be talking about the Saquon deal for months coming up because it is truly, I think, not just an influencer on what's going to happen for the Giants in 2024, but everything going forward. Who's the quarterback? Who's the offensive? Who are the Giants? There it is. Who are the Giants going for? Are they rebuilding or are they contending? The first answer to that question will come with the decision of Saquon Barkley. The um earlier this morning on your home for New York Giants football in the Capital Region Picks 106, Cantera mentioned to me that he would kind of like to see Belichick come and take over the Giants. I like Dable. I still think Dable's the guy. I think that given time, Dable will get you where you need to be. What do you think? You know, I'm gonna ride this out as long as I can. I don't I don't think Belichick's leaving yet until it actually happens. I mean, if if you had your choice, if you're it's you, you, John Mara, and, and and Steve Tisch are sitting in a room, and and Belichick's in one office, Dable's in the other. You get to walk in and sign whichever one you want, or keep whichever one you want. Not Bill Belichick. Brian Dable would be my choice. Why Belichick's a better coach, isn't he? Uh, I don't think he's a better coach for 2024. All right, I like that. Yeah, I, I plus I just think I think when you see what Dable's done, Dable. Had a bad coach, of, a bad case of McDermott to me. And what I mean by that is when you go back to Buffalo, when Sean McDermott showed up, he basically, I don't remember if he actually said it out right, but it was pretty clear. Hey, this is a three year project. We will be, a, we, we, it's going to take us three years to get where we need to be. And they made the playoffs in year one. And everybody went, woo, we're the best, whatever. And then they lost three fifths of their starting offensive line in the offseason in between and, and like in rapid success, succession where they couldn't fix it. And didn't make the playoffs. Everybody's like, oh, McDermott sucks. And then all of a sudden he built a power that's been that's been influencing the AFC since. I think Brian Dable's going to do the same thing. I think he will build a power with the Giants that will influence the NFC for a while. But Giants fans have been through a lot. And they remember the prodigal son, Bill Belichick. He ran the defense for Pars House. He's our guy. Come on. I can see Giants fans being pretty torn up over this one. But... And, uh, it's going to come down to quarterback. It's coming down to whether or not Barkley's there. I I think you got to keep Barkley. I do. I like Barkley. I just think he makes that team way, 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 way better. Just at the right price, of course. Uh, play of the day. And if you don't stop looking at me like that, we're going to have a problem. We're going to be coming up. I don't like how you could read me so well. I'm, I, I think it'll change in the break. I'll say that. I, I have confidence that you're going to fix something. I won't say I, you got to read my mind like my wife needs to, you know, me to do for her. You read my mind. Go get me some hookers and weed. That's what, that. Read my <laughs> mind. Okay. Give me, go get me a, a refreshing lager, some hookers and weed. J.J. Hookers, Willow B. Weed, two amazing entrepreneurial women who came together. They both love brewing beers. They love they love playing country music, driving around in a sweet pickup truck, and just having some fun. And they, kept, they got together and they made this beautiful, amazing beer that is so much fun to order, hookers and weed beer. That's what's up. Go to hookersandweed.com. Learn the whole story. It's this great lager. Uh, it's an easy-drinking, fun-time beer that I enjoy. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy it as well. I know Sean's Beverage has it. I know Latham Bev has it. I think you should, whatever beverage center you go to, you should walk up to the counter and be like, give me hookers and weed right now. And then and say, I'll pay whatever the price is for hookers and weed. And, and, and if they don't instantly grab you a four-pack of an amazing craft lager, hookers and weed beer, then they are woefully behind the times, much like God's, in my opinion. Uh, well, all right, let's let's do play of the day, and, and I'm – if you stop eyeballing me, Goslowski, it's all next. Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980.
Hey, it is uh, your buddy LeVac talking about my good friends over at Mohawk Chevrolet. Exit 12 is the Northway Balsa Spot. Actually sent uh, Dwayne Hollis there today to get an inspection done on his vehicle. All right. Shout out to Coach Hollis. Yeah, welcome. See, this is I coach the coaches. You know what I'm saying? I've been around. I've been doing this. I had um, had this great moment um, yesterday. Andy Gelcher, who is, you know, one of the owners of Mohawk Chevrolet and one of the owners of the Albany Firebirds, was in the office. And, you know, there's Darius Prince and Dwayne and everybody going like, yeah, what what do we got to do to get, you know, new new Mohawk Chevrolets and everything like that, you know. And, and Andy, you know, hey, I'll take care of you. We'll make sure you get taken care of properly. We we do we do good things for everybody. We go out of our way to please you. You'll you'll love it, whatever. And um, in the middle of it, Andy drops how much my truck is worth. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, so now they're all looking at me like they want my truck. So you can't have it. It's mine. I love it. You got to do your own deal. And like I said, Dwayne Hollis already over there starting the service package that way he knows just how great the mohawk family is but it was one of those cool moments too because it just and like there was that moment of just let me let me get jeff with a good jab and it turned into you guys don't know what he's done for us and it was like you know what you don't and i i don't think he really said that but i heard that so that's what i went with but no it's it's um all all joking all sincerity everything you're talking about if you want to do business with a family with a dealership that cares about the market i mean look at andy he's he's busy enough He's got Mohawk Chevrolet. He's got the fleet service package that they've got up and running. He's working with Car Bravo. GM's flying him out all the time to talk about stuff going on at a corporate level. And he's like, let's make sure that you guys get football back. That's the that's the Mohawk family vibe right there. Be part of it. Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. And to, don't forget, together, let's drive. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. I am... I'm no. shocked we got here. I'm shocked that we made it this far. I'm shocked you haven't yelled at me more about the gum. I'm going to yell at you about the gum right now. Here's the problem with the gum. Can't yell no, at no, no, the no. Gum. Here's the problem. A, I have a legitimate reason. I have a doctor's note for the gum. Okay. I've waited to yell about the gum. It bothers me. And you know what? The, I don't often get upset about things that happen on the air. And if you've listened to LeVac guys, you know that it bothers me that I have to tell grown men and women like I'm a teacher in middle school, spit out your gum. And so you're you know a nerd. Better. You're a nerd. You're just a nerd. Shut your mouth, nerd. I love Mohawk Chevy. You we're, should be happy gonna... I'm here. Play of the day, next to Mohawk Chevrolet, Together Let's Drive, is me showing up, okay? I have had a day. Can you please spit out the gum at least? Not right. final no, segment. I can't. I literally cannot. All right. So this is what happened to your boy. And I'm here I am. By the way, I had multiple meetings scheduled at the Firebirds office at MVP Arena. Uh, to to solidify and fix up our Wi-Fi. Had to postpone it. Um, my buddy Zach, Fitzgerald Handyman Services, supposed to come and paint the inside office. He was coming to do measurements today. Had to postpone it. Because I woke up in the middle of the night to a sound of fireworks in my head. And I went, what could that be? And I go into the bathroom, and the first thing I notice is I'm not wearing my mouthpiece. In my sleep, I have removed my integrative sleep center mouthpiece. I have never done that before in my life. But I must have just taken it out in my sleep because it was sitting on the other pillow. I chipped two teeth. What? I chipped two teeth. So I knew I chipped the bottom tooth because half of it was missing. I didn't realize I chipped one of the top teeth too. I was grinding my teeth so much in my sleep and without having my mouthpiece in, I chipped. I literally broke two teeth with the pressure of my teeth grinding. Oh, man. So I wake up to that and I text um, I text Lorianne over at the Integrative Sleep Center, and I go, I know I'm supposed to be in on Monday because we're, we're updating my mouthpiece. 
is there any chance you can talk to me today? She yeah, what do you need? What do you want to talk about? I'm like, I chipped a tooth. She goes, you like, all of a sudden the phone rings. What's going on? Woke up, chipped a tooth, heard it in my head. Heard the pop of my tooth, Ooh. my tooth cracking. Got up, went to the bathroom. Went, that can't be right. It's a dream. You know, you, I, when you're worried about money or whatever, you dream about your teeth falling out. Like, it's the thing that they do. I'm like, it was a dream. I clearly still have all my teeth. No, nope, missing half a tooth. And I'm like, this is, how does this happen? So that was like four o'clock in the morning. I, I somehow went back to bed for like an hour. Hang on a second. I, I gotta follow yeah. up here quickly. How did you not freak out? Because some people, whether you chip a tooth, whether you bleed, whether so, like some physical harm has come to your body, the instinct might be to freak out. I will fully admit I've learned that about myself, and maybe other people have too. If that was me, I would have been in a full panic. I would have been freaking out. It seems like you were cooler than you're letting on in that moment. Well, I was also I was I was half asleep, and I was you. You got to understand that like these these custom mouthpieces, like they're not like welded into your head or anything like that. So that you can take them out. But the but the level of sleep, the deepness of sleep I must have been in to have some kind of dream where I decided to remove it and did. I was out. So like when I woke up and I and I felt that, like popped to that, and I saw it, I was just like I instantly I was still kind of tired. Instantly I realized I was like, there's I'm I'm not fixing this right now. Like I can't, there's nothing I can do. I'm not really, I'm not in pain. I'm upset. I'm not in pain. I'm not gonna fix this right. Even if I wasn't in pain, what am I gonna do? It's not like you know, Dr. Jury loves me and all, but he's not going to show up at the office at 4.30 in the morning. Like, it's just, at least I don't think. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll call him on it and see what happens. But, like, so I just, you know, I did what I could do. I was, again, wasn't in pain. So here's how my day goes, right? Lorianne says, I'm going to take care of you. We're going to get you in there. We'll get you taken care of. We're, we're, we're packed today, but we're going to get you in there. We'll take care of you. I'm like, fantastic. I still did picks. I did I did my picks hit this morning, 8.20 in the morning. You weren't there. I was. I went and talked to our good friends, Quinn and Cantera, about the C4 Smart Energy Challenge this morning. With a tooth missing, they had no idea. I hit it. Did you tell them after? No, no. Whoa. No, the only one I told was Big Al because he wanted to talk to me about something when I was leaving. And I'm like, Bill, I'm missing a tooth. I'm out. And he's like, you're what? And I just, I'm like, I ran for it. <laughs> um, got, got, went, opened the Firebird's office so that everybody could get to work. And drove up and got the tooth. Here's the best part. I get in the chair. Doctor is laughing at me. I'm like, you see how far I go to hang out with you, man? And he's laughing. And he goes, so two, you, you only said one. I'm like, yeah, I only chipped one. No, you got to chip in the top one, too. We got to have to do something about that, too. I chipped them both. I didn't even know the top one because the bottom one was missing. The, the top one just got a little divot in the back. They just had to clean up. Oh, my yeah, gosh, Chipped man. two teeth. So, you know, I'm chewing a little gum right now because my mouth feels terrible. My mouth, I've been through it. And then we had to fix my mouthpiece because it turns out the real reason I took it out is I was trying, I was grinding so hard, I, I might have actually broke my mouthpiece. Oh, my God. Gosh, I'm a little stressed man. right now, okay? I'm not going to do what you all think I'm going to do and freak out. Yes, I am. So, yeah. So, and they were like, wow, we've never seen that. No one's ever done that. That's new. No one's ever been able to break one of these in, in like, the period of time that you broke one. I have so many questions. I do. All yeah. right. So, I doctor is a hero. That's your. That's the answer. This right here is He the had so many people in the office. He's running in. He's fixing my mouth. Runs into another room. You hear the gloves snapping in between each room, changing gloves. Jason Matt comes back in. How you feeling? Good. Oh no, this doesn't feel right. Okay, hold on. I was there for like two and a half hours, but it was worth every every minute of it because I have teeth again. Usually we'd close the show talking about our plays of the day and a great sponsor who helps us. That's everything about the Integrative Sleep Center <laughs> right? right there. Like that's right? it. We didn't mention them earlier in the show. They deserve all that love. If you've even thought about and haven't done it yet. 
to go to the Integrative Sleep Center in Paulson Spa. There's your reasons right now. Like, I've, had such, up I've yeah. had such great success with the particular mouthpiece that I've been using for all these years that we've never had another conversation. But there's like other brands and other makes. Lori Ann was like, we're going to talk about the other brands because you're coming back in next week anyway. So we're going to talk about the other. We just want to make sure that we've got you in the right brand now. And I'm like, well, we do because I love it. It's, it's We clean it up. It works great. No, you shouldn't be able to break them. You shouldn't be able to do it. You might have a gift, LeVac. And I'm talking about like <laughs> lockjaw. Yes. Like remember sports science, John Brinkus, we've interviewed before. Oh, the nerd. The, the band nerd. He is the band nerd. Also, might be a little diva. Yeah. He's just, hey, do you want us to talk about anything? Yeah. He's got a laundry list here of things that you'd yeah. like to. Anyways, <laughs> you might be able to get tested. Like Joey Chestnut, also a former guest here on the show. <laughs> Kobayashi, you might have jaw strength that is unbelievable. Joe Rogan's out there pitching jaw strength. LeVac, you might have the iron jaw and a gift you didn't realize until hours earlier today. Eating competitions, destroying pieces of ice, maybe like the karate kids chopping wood. Not right you now. Could, I got fake teeth. I no, can't do it. No, no, no. <laughs> my, my, my career's over before I began. Dr. Dreer and the whole staff <laughs> over there is going to take care of you. And I want it, by the way. I've been asking um. for this if they're listening right now. I would like it to be gold. Okay. <laughs> now's your moment to have gold teeth. Uh, no, man. I, it's, that's just like, it ruined everything. So of course, like, uh, you know, Mike Corda, Andy Gelcher, Richie says that the, the, the owners for the Firebirds and then Mike Corda, my boss over at Tech East, like they are those guys that like, you think like, oh man, if I tell these guys I chipped a tooth and I can't, it's going to be a bad day. They're going to be like, you know, figure it out. You, you, you fix your teeth on your time. We have businesses to run. Not, it couldn't be farther from the truth. Mike laughed his butt off at me. I'm not going to lie. He's like. <laughs> Because he knows, like, I haven't, I've been sick for so long and everything else, dealing with, like, stupid colds and then other stuff. I haven't been eating. He goes, you, he goes, your fat ass is the only person I know who doesn't eat and breaks a tooth. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's all fair. That is fair. Knowing, uh, knowing Mike, he's probably working on getting the chipped tooth part and is going to do something tomorrow where he puts it under a pillow at your desk like he's the tooth of it. <laughs> that, thing, that thing was disintegrated. Oh, God. It was disintegrated. Because oh. that's what I... It's just, it, it's insane. Yeah. So, and my jaw hurts, obvious, for obvious reasons. So, like, when we're trying to fix my mouthpiece, Drew's like, I don't even want to, I, I don't, I, we were going to put you in a newer one that was going to, like, stretch your jaw a little bit more. He's, I didn't want to mess with it right now because you you obviously hurt yourself. Yeah. Doctor is the man. Like, you, you integrated sleep center, it helped me sleep better, 100% has been. And just, like, the fact that, I guess, I guess the answer to your question of, like, how did you not freak out is I knew that I was just going to call Dr. Ear. I knew I was gonna call Lori Ann, and it was gonna be like, "All right, we're you're an idiot, but we got you." And it was never like it was like, "Oh my God, we got you. We'll take care of you." And I'm like, "Well, do you want me to come in another day? I know you're busy." And they're like, "No, you chipped a tooth. Let's go. Get in here. We got you." And she's like, "I walked in, and like, I'm not on the list." So the poor girl up front, she's like looking funny. Also, you can hear Lori Ann from her office go, "We've got to take care of our Jeffrey. Get him in the back." And I was like, I guess I'm headed towards the back. <laughs> I must be in the front row. But yeah, no, it was. It's been, you know, like I've had all this weird stuff. Like I had, maybe I had COVID over the over the Christmas break. All this other stuff. It was that sick. And now all of a sudden, I chip a tooth. Like, come on, two teeth? I chip two teeth. I'm not even like, wasn't even like playing hockey. I can't even be like, yeah, you know, pick up hockey game. You know how we get down, tough, whatever. No, how'd you hurt your teeth? Sleeping, what'd you do to yourself? <laughs> Stressed out, ground them down to, to nubs. 
It's going to be bad. There are so many athletes. You mentioned hockey and like other ways to lose teeth. Like if you're, if you're on the ice, I had a teammate. It was a point guard who lost his two front two. It might have been one. Definitely definitely one. Elbow right to the face. And yep. I thought his name was Mike. I'll say his name. Mike Bova. I was like, Bova will never be the same. Like I thought it was a devastating injury. Like, oh, my God. For the rest of his life, he's going to have a fake tooth. Like it's going to be in the front one. Yeah. I was hurt for him. But no people, like 2024, most people would know. But like, Levac, I'm glad you fought through this. I feel like I would have been a baby if any of this happened to me because this is like you feel your teeth every single day. You sleep every single day. This is big time stuff. But athletes, if you've lost teeth or been injured like this, more respect today. Whatever it is, whether it's an elbow in the face in basketball, you mentioned hockey, hell, a fastball to the face, much respect. It's a whole nother level. Levac, like a true athlete fought through it today here i am ripping the poor guy apart about <laughs> chewing gum and i waited to the last segment i was gonna say Ugh. how dare you pack up and put the gum in how you've done it all show and this is what you've went through and you didn't complain once the entire show about it well i i wanted to i do i still want i want to keep complaining i want i want more accolades actually is what i want <laughs> call into Cavino and rich and be like yeah. i by the way i'm not done yet you Hang pansies on. are doing a show with a full mouth and teeth ah how dare you how dare you um, yeah, it was, it's been, it's just, it just goes to show you, you know what I mean? It just goes to show you, like, you can't, you can't write this stuff. You can't make this stuff up. You just think you got everything. I was so happy last night. Cause I went to bed, dude. I was like, I got, I got bunched on today. Season tickets are on sale. We did, a, we did a show. First time we did a show from like two different locations where like, it kind of got decided that morning we had to do it that way. Like, you know, of course I did the show in Orlando when you were here. But like we had to, we we were on the fly, like, yo, you gotta do a show. I gotta be here. We got that done. I felt good. Went to bed. Woke up this morning, missing teeth, spitting chiclets, as they say, in the world <laughs> of hockey. And uh and like all my work for today just went right by the wayside. Like poor poor Joe Nair, our new ticket guy, he's doing all that by himself. Darius Prince had to sit in a meeting with a major sponsor in, in my place with Bob Belber, the head of the head of the MVP <laughs> arena. The two of them took the meeting for me. You know, it's just like, it's just one of those. Probably did better. Let's be real. No, no, or no. Let's be real though. Like if you if you're like, yeah, I really want to sponsor, uh, the the a great arena football team. Oh, here's some fat guy called the president, or here's the goat. Here's Darius Prince. Uh, Darius is still mad at me about yesterday. Did you watch the coaches show, Flock? You? No, I did not. I brought up that when he was on vacation, he kept putting up like the influencer girl like feet pics at the pool, <laughs> and everybody wants everybody's hitting him up for feet pics now. So he's like. <laughs> So there you go. So yes, and the people he's calling people for season tickets. He's because he's jumping in. He's helping with everything, and they're like, "Yeah, if you send a feet book, I'll I'll re up." And it's like, gosh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good about it. But uh, yeah, so my play of the day is I, I guess I guess resolve your stress before bed. I don't know. Maybe I got to do some woo saws tonight before sleep. They re- they fixed my mouthpiece and like give me a new one to where like it's not coming out unless I take it out. So that should fix everything. Uh, I'll take Tulsa <laughs> minus nine and a half. Levesque, we have about 30 seconds left. We will be back tomorrow for a Friday show, fantasy versus reality. Thanks to our friends at Hooters, our final week 18 picks for NFL games. We conclude the regular season. We'll be back tomorrow. How about that? Uh, it's a good plan. I like it. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Fox Sports Radio 95.9, 980. Don't grind your teeth. And guys, hit that button.